In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. I know we talked about bucket lists not too long ago. This is uh, similar but different. Saw where the average person has six destinations on their I'll go there someday list or I want to go there someday. Six. And I had to do some thinking on that myself. I know that Ireland is up there. It's my home country, you know. I, okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> my, my family tree does go back there. I, I also think Switzerland and Austria would be cool. Then, I don't know. I've never done Hawaii or Alaska. Have you thought my about My dad that? has always wanted to take an Alaskan cruise. Yeah. So I hope he does do that someday. First, he, Rich, if you're listening, <laughs> oh, you boy. need to retire nah. to give yourself time I suppose. to do these things, he, he right? He could take a couple weeks off, I suppose, I mean, and go. retirement looks nice from Alaska. I think that would be really pretty, though. And one of our listeners, just in October... Got that trip to Hawaii, so oh, yeah, yeah, that would be a nice place to go to. I see Danielle's with me on Ireland, also Great Britain, the Netherlands, Israel, Morocco. I don't know why I have no desire to see that part of the world. Thailand, again. I, I, I picture parades of elephants down the street <laughs> in Thailand oh, daily, which I'm sure does right. not happen except for a few, you know, celebration right. times. But that's what I picture. Next topic. What's the biggest stereotype of any right. country you can right. come up with? Uh, Norway for Jason. Okay. Finland, Costa Rica, Australia. Yeah, I suppose. I hadn't thought of Australia. I'm going to say no to Australia. Yeah. Things are real big down there that are real things that can kill not, you. Yeah, real not fun to encounter. <laughs> I've seen some of the pictures of their giant spiders. Oh, and their giant bugs. And oh. I think I won't survive, even if they don't do anything to me. I'll just die after I see them. And kangaroos. Have you seen the muscles on kangaroos? <laughs> yes. They're freaks of nature. All right, don't do it. Don't go to Australia, Jason. <laughs> uh, Sarah Joe, top fan, said Bora Bora. To be honest, I had to look that up. Uh, that is so far out in the middle of the South Pacific. It's equally as far from Australia, the U.S., South America, Antarctica. It is out. Just in the middle in of the nowhere. Ocean. I kind of like that. Do you? I kind of like that. Yeah. That'd be a long it seems flight like it over would water. Be Less travel, the beaches might be yeah, a little I less suppose. congested. I like that. Yeah. Okay, Bora. I've never, Bora. maybe it is not a nice place. I don't know. I've never, I've never gone there, but I think it sounds good. Yeah, and as long as she's there, it'd be just another hop over to Australia, which she mentions as well. Thank you, uh, Jeannie Vermont. Oh, I can attest to the New England states: Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Mm-hmm. Especially in the fall, but talk about being busy. Try to find a room in October in any of those states for under $900 a night. Good luck to you. Anybody saying Italy on the list? Because oh. I had one of my home ec teachers went to Italy recently and posted Sierra. pictures. And the food looked Ooh. amazing. Sierra says Italy and Jamaica and Puerto Rico. Now, on that list that nationwide people chose was Disney World. I'm like, really? That kind of makes me sad. That, that <laughs> but well, uh, that's like I remember when I was little. It was oh, you got to go to Disney, and that mm, was a, the mm-hmm. once in a you know one family trip. You save up for it, you go. 
mom and dad probably are like, never again mm. after that. But, you know, it's fun for the kids. That was me with Disneyland as a kid. Oh, all my friends got to go. And when I finally went as an adult as a chaperone, I'm like, this is it? We could go to Valley Fair uh, in <laughs> Minnesota. But there's a guy who has gone to Disneyland 2,995 times in a row. It's a Guinness World Record now. What? Yeah. Okay, wait. How many? 2,995 times. Okay, here's where my mind goes. First of all, like I just mentioned, it's like a once in a lifetime, you save mm. up, you go, because it is not cheap. My friend, a right. few years ago, and I'm sure it's inflated up even more, took the, the kids and she said, my God, when I think oh, of how yeah. much we spent just on food, yeah. just on little souvenirs, just on this, that, and the other thing. How does one afford to go to Disney that many times because somebody's mm. got to pay for all that and when are you working to pay for those trips if you're going that much? Like, that becomes your job, maybe right? Maybe you got a big inheritance. or may, At some maybe. point, maybe Disney probably saying, alright, he's got a thing going here. We'll get some press out of this. We'll just let him in the gate. That's what uh, I'm, maybe yeah, I'm guessing. Okay, okay. Uh, Jeff Reitz, here he is. You know, this is going to probably end up in even Guinness World Records and that wasn't even something when this first started that was planned. I come in the evening, as long as you're in the gate before closing, you're good to go. It brings oh. back reflection along with looking to the future, and kind of like what Walt had planned out. Oh, so you could even show up at the end of the day, go in the gate and back out, and that counts for the Guinness Wow. Well, oh, no. wait a minute. Okay. I think you should have to at least stand in one line yeah. to count as you visited the park. you got to go listen to It's a Small World After yeah. All. At least, actually, I think they dumped a that A hundred times. I think they dumped that one. <laughs> Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. For 20 bucks at Taco John's, the nation's saddest large metro area, especially in winter, mm-hmm. where I have been. You have visited. And have I would like to back. thank everyone. Let me make sure that no new guesses have come in. Hold on, hold on. I'm refreshing, refreshing. Okay. No, I do not see any of these guesses, but everybody usually likes to give Cleveland, Ohio, a really hard time and say how miserable of a city it is yeah. and how sad it should be, mainly for our sports teams there. I grew up in that region. Nobody guessed Cleveland, so thank you. Ah. It did not make the list, though, because that wasn't the right answer, but I, I'm glad that you didn't. I do see a St. Paul. Well, I think it's just because of, of the snow, right? Well, it did say, especially in winter, and St. Paul kind of it seems like it shuts down on the weekend. I, I, I think it's lovely, but there's not much happening that I, I've seen in mm-hmm. St. Paul on the weekends. Well, we do have a uh, Detroit. I, could, oh, I, I haven't done that. Detroit. I can't speak for that, but yeah, it I sounds have, depressing. Yeah, I've never visited. And Anchorage, Alaska. Again, never been there. Mm. So, But where I have been, I didn't remember it as sad at the time. It was probably in the summer. Seattle. Known for very dreary, rainy winters, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And I could see that. So it was the U.S. Census Bureau that said they had the highest number of people with legitimate uh, feelings of depression and hopelessness in the winter in Seattle. I think you need to go back, though. When was the last time you visited? <laughs> well, it was before you were on this planet, 1979. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's changed a little bit. I would you think might so. want to, you may not recognize it when uh, you go back. Yeah. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. All you fellas out there, yep. listen up. What? what do you do for a living? Lifting heavy things. Researchers have found that the more physically demanding that your job is, 
you may be more fertile. <laughs> so it helps improve your testosterone levels to wow. be lifting heavy objects. I always say, you know, I'll chop in some wood. Get those big muscles Chopping going. some wood, she said, That's what everybody. I was when my uh, friend was single, I'm like, you need to find yourself a good wood chopper. She's like, I don't even have a fireplace. I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Do you love or like wine? Only if it's kind of real sweet, almost juice-like, uh, and not really fine wines, So you're probably. not a connoisseur. No. <laughs> I'm probably easy to please. Here's some grape juice. I'll go, oh, this is real tasty wine. It's <laughs> it's Welch's. Like, that's what that is. We have a Florida lawmaker, dot, oh, dot, dot, is pushing to repeal a law that states you can't purchase a bottle of wine over one gallon. Now... This is in Florida. I don't know where we're at in Minnesota on that. If anybody mm. knows, do you work for a liquor store? Can you buy over a gallon of wine in one? Well, how much comes in those boxes? Because those well, have to be quite quite some amount, I right? This it's a whole bag be, full of wine. I'm picturing one container. Is there a gallon bottle of wine? Of course. I mean, you can walk mm. out with six bottles. Of, but in Florida, anyway, you can't buy a bottle that's over a gallon. So Chip LaMarca is talking about why he thinks it's a good idea to get rid of that rule. If you purchase or import into the state of Florida a larger than one gallon uh, bottle of wine, it's a, uh, a misdemeanor in the first go around. If you get caught the second time, it is a third degree felony. So wow. punishable nice. by fines and possibly jail time to buy a bottle of wine. So we think that's kind of ridiculous. People have better things to do with their time. And certainly our men and women in, in blue have a lot better things to do with their time. So I think we uh, should just repeal this bad law and allow people to buy a very large bottles of wine. I see Alibaba. One gallon wine bottle. Maybe it is an import situation. I've never Maybe. seen a gallon bottle of wine myself. But it's stuff like this that makes you scratch your head because you know I yeah. watch a lot of court TV and uh-huh. people will do some really terrible things and get kind of a little slap on the wrist. Then you look at this and go, yeah. "Oh, because you bought a large size bottle of wine, it's going to turn into a felony." Are you kidding right? me? At least you could say, "But I only had one bottle." Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. When you were far away from home, maybe as a a younger gal, did you ever call dad asking either how to start the car or... When when I was far away from home as a younger gal, what about as a 39-year-old when anything goes wrong? I still call dad, hey, (laughs) uh, what do I do? And his answer is... Uh, I'm in Ohio. Yep. What would you like me to do about that? Well, tell me what I should do before I call the professional. <laughs> I didn't want to offend, suggesting that you might still do that today. Oh, but, no, I do. Uh, okay, I do all yeah. the time. <laughs> uh, one time, my daughter, she had just started working up in uh, Grand Forks, and there was a snowstorm. Dad, the car won't start. Uh, well, uh, you want me to come up there and jump it, or can you find somebody to help you jump yep. it? <laughs> yes, uh, I do. So today, I get one. This is at 5.33 a.m. My sister, <laughs> she's a grown woman, my necklace, entire thing went down my sink drain this morning. Oh, no. Think this is something I need to get a plumber for? Can I just leave it? Will it wash further down when I run water? W-T-H, should I do? Oh, no. That's my sister. Well, Well, if she's not concerned about the necklace mm, itself, maybe it wasn't. I mean, maybe it was just a a fun little necklace, so not like, oh, the family heirloom million-dollar necklace, but, ooh, 
I don't know. Yes, yeah, I didn't. I didn't clarify. I took it as if I leave it for now, will it flush down? She didn't indicate the sentimental value of it. But if I was there, I'd undo two yeah. plastic nuts, pull the pea trap out, and dump it out into a bucket. But I'm trying oh, to explain. I mean, that's totally to what I would have done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the pea trap. Well, and yeah, the, the two nuts. Yeah. So, well, I knew that. So I, I, <laughs> I got a four. Uh, I got a photo of a pea trap. It's the the pipe. Sometimes they're plastic, white or black. Or, oh, yeah. Or sometimes oh, totally knew that. it looks mm-hmm. like a pea because the water gathers in there. Most heavier things like a ring or a necklace would drop down into it. Would fall down there. Okay. But my wife had a ring go down and it must have been light enough that it just oh, went the whole no. way. And that, yeah, oh, that was no. gone. Here, I'm sending you my graphic. And you tell me if you think that from this, oh, here's my instruction. Do you have the graphic yet of the P-trap? The little gold at the bottom is the necklace. I could even see that being your hand. (laughs) That's true. Like, I just keep these on file. This is what I did at home. Yeah. In case anybody ever needs to retrieve a necklace, here's the file I send them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said, I don't think I'd run full force water through it until you're sure if it's in there. Because it could, you know, it depends Mm -hmm. on the weight it could go through. So the P-trap is easy to remove. Those big nuts are just hand-tightened, put a bucket under it, loosen them, and pull it off. Obviously, that's the water leaving the drain. Mm-hmm. So does it get pretty nasty? In yes, there? I'm yeah? going to tell you right okay. now. Be prepared for black gunk and hair and I don't know oh, what no. all. I just... Let the... I w- <laughs> until Dad came next time, I just would not use that bathroom. Like, that's where that's going to sit until <laughs> Dad comes. Don't use that bathroom, guest. Why? <laughs> Well, I got a necklace in there and I'm waiting on dad. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Morning Shows in case you missed it podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9 or anytime right here on demand.